All righty, and welcome back into the Sports Lounge. Thank you for joining us. And obviously, today is going to be a Fantasy Friday. That's what's on the docket. So I am joined, as always, by my gracious host, Austin, and, of course, the no-belly-button-having Travis. Welcome in, both of you. What it do, baby boo? What's up, boys? What's up? I don't think I agree with Austin's new entrance of what it do, baby boo. Whoa, I'm a little shaken sick. by this. All right. Don't forget to hit right again. Let's start the game. All right. So uh, just like always, we're going to be talking a little bit of sports and we'll be playing a little bit of risk. Um, so I today I go to the bathroom. on the docket is going to be um, a little bit of fantasy football and a little bit of like current football situations. So uh, we're going to talk a little bit about some of the injuries that have been happening. And then we're going to go into some top tens because I always feel like that's an amazing thing to go into. So um, let's go ahead and start this off. Uh, obvious one. It's a big one. Zach Wilson is currently injured. So with that, um, you're also number one. Yep. I already saw that. I already placed my players. Um, I'd, I'd like to automatically go right off the bat and just talk about um, that was my QB. And um, well, now I don't have Jack Diddley on, on the QBs. So a little upset with this end. And um, this risk that we're playing, super different. Yeah, super. I just saw the connections for everything. Like, there's to... nothing is safe. <laughs> nothing is safe, which is No, fantastic. I like this. I, no, I want the chaos. I want no, the chaos. I'm talking about the dice roll. Ben's getting hoed right now with the dice oh, rolls. Oh, I got super hoed. I had... You want me to switch up the dice rolls? Or you want me to just keep no, 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 no. I already uh, told you I was going to get hoed no matter what. No just matter what, I'm getting hoed. Back, back to the Zach Wilson injury. How, how so, serious do you guys think it's going to be? Not well, that bad because we all know that someone's mom's going to come comfort him. Wow. Oh. He went with the real life something that's happening out here. The Cougar Slayer from did BYU. Guys, did you guys see the the dude who came to the Jets practice? Or one of the, like the yeah, one of the practices with uh, a Zach Wilson jersey that said I love hot moms. Oh, <laughs> instead of yes. like his name Wilson on it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it just said I love hot moms or something like that. That's fantastic. Some, I love it. This is something to that effect to make fun of it. And he had a whole bunch of like people come and sign it because of that. It was funny. That is that is absolutely awesome. I think more people should do that. Um, and uh, on the entry, I think it's serious because it, it was really not that much of like contact driven. He, he kind of he had two people coming at him and he kind of just like tried to dive to get extra yardage. And it just looked awkward. So I wouldn't be surprised if it's a sprain and he's out six, seven games. I wouldn't be surprised if it was a full tear. So right. be I cautionary while drafting yeah. Zach Wilson this year. All right. Yeah. No question. You, you, you never like to see non-contact injuries because you always assume the worst with those. Right. Ex- exactly. Sure. My question is, let's say Zach Wilson's out six games possibly the whole year is mike white the guy who stepped up last year worth picking up and worth doing something yeah obviously like i in would all i mean formats, he's a starter. It's a starting quarterback right like especially if you're two quarterback yeah super flexible, before mike know. got hurt himself last year he honestly looked like the best quarterback on the roster <laughs> yeah he did he did he looked fabulous so um okay wow couple changes already for Australia. That's wild. Um, now, let's hop into the other big injury that's happened today, and that's Drake London, obviously. Yeah. 
another knee injury. I actually have not got to see the video of it yet. Travis, have you? Uh, I kind of did it. It wasn't. It wasn't as gruesome either. Like they both weren't horrible, but it wasn't a non-contact injury. He got tackled on the play. Right. But it wasn't anything gruesome that I saw. Hopefully, it's not another broken ankle, like in his senior year of college, I believe it was. Yep. Then in his year, right before he came out of the draft, he was he was really. I was a little upset when that injury happened because he was dominating in all aspects of, you know. The game. Wow, Travis, that's what you get. Do you not see that I sent you an alliance? I do not. Wow. Wow, you and don't you want to t- send me one? Dang. I literally already <laughs> sent you both one, first you didn't off. You sent me one. Oh, yes, did. I did. What the? <laughs> Dang, okay. All right, so now that we got that big news out of the way, uh, is there any other injuries we want to talk about? Uh, Mitchell I think it just hurt my brain right hamstring there. injury right now. Probably nothing serious. I suppose we're going to be back. Time for week one, so he better be, or I'm trading him. Uh, Kirk Cousins got COVID, so he's gonna be out for the next week or two. Five days this week. Yeah, I don't, I don't think there's any. Ooh, quick question, because I was kind of talking about this at work. Who's your most underrated NFL quarterback? For me, it's probably Kirk Cousins. Yes. Underrated or underappreciated? Underrated. Like someone always trashes him, but they always consistently play well like people hate on Kirk Cousins but he always year in year out plays pretty well if you want to actually talk about like if you want to look up something fun if we're talking about all time and we're going about efficiency stats like completion percentage QBR touchdown to interception ratio Cousins is top 10 all time in every one of those categories wow I did not know that yes holy shit so would you put Ben Who's your most uh, underrated quarterback? Under okay, underrated. Hmm, that's it's honestly super tough to even. There's so many, but one like Kirk Cousins has in fantasy purposes always been a top fifteen QB or so, always plays well, and in the NFL, I mean, he constantly goes thirty five hundred or more yards. Mm-hmm. He He's a true game manager, but he's an efficient, good game manager. So I I think I'd have to go Kirk Cousins because, I mean, after that, what what is there truly out there at this moment? Maybe Matthew Stafford, but after winning the ring, he's finally getting some appreciation. I'm literally going to be done. I literally already lost the game. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> Dude, I had the worst fucking starting point. Like, what am I? Come on, you guys want to restart? shit up. Purple's fucking shit up. Why? Yeah. I, I'm just happy they didn't attack me. Like, are you, like are they might give me South America. Well, now I have literally nothing to do, so that's fucking horrid. Um, that means right. you're you're top dog. <laughs> you know who's not top dog anymore? Outs, yeah. Zach Wilson. Yeah, <laughs> I'm just like Zach Wilson right now. He's hurting. I don't know, pink or purple? Yeah, pink. Pink fucking shit up right now. So, I, I'm gonna look up some more on the Zach or the Drake London injury because I'm actually curious because I like him a lot, and I hope it's nothing serious because if it's another serious injury after he what he had suffered in his senior year of college, that's gonna drastically uh, 
affect his career, honestly. Yeah. In my opinion. Wow. I lost all six. So, Falcons head coach Arthur Smith, just this was two hours ago, said the team would know more Saturday about the knee injury that wide receiver Drake London suffered tonight. But one source was encouraged early on and said it is not a serious injury. Still further testing ahead, though. It didn't look very serious because he did get up. He wasn't carted off the field or anything. That that is always a good sign when they can do that, uh, you know, get up under their own willpower and keep going. So that is good news. I ended the game. Okay. Did you did you both already get messed up? I don't know if I like that true dice because oh my lord. I just want to go back to classic map. What do you guys want to do? The frozen. I liked Frozen because it just made it more dynamic, but boy, did less I computers. Not if we're gonna to if we're gonna do that, I think we need less computers so people can survive longer. Because that was or or easier right. computers, one of the two. Because that, yeah. that was about the first time we just got. I'm that's where expert code. Yes. Um, let me click on it. Um, all right, I'm ready. All right, ready Papa, Papa three nine Charlie Sierra. All right, well, you guys are doing that. We're gonna. I'm gonna go over the top ten rookie rankings. Okay. Off of this, off of this list, and like, like we know, can... we went over the top running back rookie rankings before. This is everybody, not just right, running exactly. Backs, boys. So feel free to change it as you wish. But this is what I got right now. Number one, Brees Hall. Number two, Kenneth Walker. Number three, Drake London. Four, Christian Watson. Five, Traylon Burks. Six, Garrett Wilson. Seven, Chris Olave. Eight, Jamison Williams. Nine, Sky Moore. Ten, Johan Dotson. I definitely have some changes to throw yes. in there. That's, that's for sure. I um, would well, say I, so. I think yeah, I, I think there's two two people on this list that don't deserve to be in the top ten in general. And I those people are Let number guess. five and number ten. Watson and Jahan. Traylon oh, no. Burks. Traylon Burks and Jahan. You're going to say Traylon Burks. Oh, I hit red. Mm, I am sorry. That is on me. I'd that. put, I'd put Jah- uh, James Cook over Jahan Dotson. Oh, Same. easily. Same. I'd put him over Christian Watson. I would too. I'd drop Christian Watson a little bit. The only reason I consider Christian Watson higher than Traylon Burks is because Aaron Rodgers is throwing. Are you guys ready for the new cut? It's been fucked up. Yes. Delta yep. five seven, Papa November. Um, next time, warn me when you. You're warned. Just pay attention. It's on. Ready. Yep, I I'm waiting for it. All right, so uh, definitely. Ben, go your top ten then, since you have changes. Um, Brees Hall. Kenneth Walker. Well, see, now that I know the injury with Zach Wilson, Garrett Wilson's going to fall for me. I And Drake London has an injury. So, um, number three, I... Ooh, do I want to throw another running back there? Um, at the moment, you know, I'll say number three is still going to be Drake London, even with the, the slight injury, unless it turns out to be more serious. Um Number four, Traylon Burks. Number five, um, Jamison Williams. Number six, Garrett Wilson. Number seven, Chris Olay. 
number eight. Um, James Cook, number nine. Sky Moore, number 10. Um, that's, oh, this is where it's a little tougher. Um, depends. If it's one QB, I probably wouldn't put a QB in the top 10. If it's two QB, I'd put Kenny Pickett. So we'll go with not top 10. Um, that's where I think I'd slide in. Um, I already said Sky Moore. I'd probably go, dude, there's so many good choices. Like Alec Pierce has been, Tyler. I think I'd go Tyler Algier because I do love my running backs. So number 10, Tyler Algier. Okay. Not a bad list. Not a bad list. Well, it can't be a bad list. It was made by me. Okay, whatever. So now I don't like your list. <laughs> <laughs> if I was to choose my top 10 overall, Brees is still number one. I'm Ben, take your turn. I'm going to say Kenneth too now after Pete Carroll's comments yesterday. Um, Really? Pete Carroll's comments yesterday? He said he would be perfectly comfortable with Kenneth Walker being a three down back. Just randomly, he said it. Um, three for me. I'm also gonna say Drake London. I'm gonna hold on that until I f- we know more about his injury. Four. I'm gonna put James Cook. James Cook. <laughs> Four is gonna be James Cook. Five. Chris Olave for me. Six will be Sky Moore. Seven, I like Damon Pierce. Eight, okay. I'm going to go get Garrett Wilson. Nine, is probably going to be Tyler Ogier for me. And then ten, I'm going Desmond Ritter. I know it was the Lions, but he looked really good today. That he did. Okay, I can respect it. I actually want to move up to draft Desmond Ritter, to be honest. Wow. You're that high on Desmond Ritter after just one preseason game. I've been kind of high on him secretly before the preseason game. I I was just just hoping that he would fly under the radar, but if he plays like that again next week, he's not making it past the middle of the second round. Does he beat out Marcus Mariota? Maybe not week one. But I would not be surprised at all if he was the starter some point this season because Mariota's had a lot of chances. Okay. Fair enough. I mean, he was, what was that, number two a couple years ago? Although, I mean, for fan, like, for talking about, like, the point of NFL win games, I think Ritters might, it's going to give them a better chance to win, to be honest. For fantasy purposes, if Mario doesn't turn the ball over, he has that rushing upside. That's good for fantasy. But right. it's, wait, it's a wait-and-see situation for everybody. And like I think the only locks for good that like you can feel comfortable with fantasy on Atlanta's team right now are Algier and Pitts, and that's it. Everyone else is a question mark. I mean, I don't blame you for having everyone as a question mark. Uh, who will score more touchdowns, 
Drake London or Kyle Pitts? They're both red zone targets, so I'm interested. I'm gonna say Pitts. Probably okay. Pitts. I, I probably agree with that. I can I can agree to this. I'm gonna say Pitts is gonna have eight touchdowns on the year, and London's gonna have six. Six. Wow. Okay. Just because there's just because they seem to move the ball a little well today. And I and I'm not trying to just base it all on one preseason games against the freaking Lions, but their team is built for red zone presence. And just look how big all their skilled positional players are right now. And you know Pitts already knows the offense more than London. He doesn't have an injury history, and then Pitts is going to be more open, I think, than London in the red zone. There, there's a very high Keep chance it, of that. I, I think because the tight end benefits more off play action sets in the red zone than the wide receiver does. Okay. So, Austin, go ahead with your your top ten. Austin. Yep, I'm here. So I'm Go gonna put ahead with your Brees top Hull, 10. I'm going to put Brees Hall at one, Kenneth at two, London at three. Mm, I'm going to say Drake uh, Tra- Traylon Burks at four, Christian Watson at five. You're going to keep Watts? Okay, I'm going to ask you about that. I'm going to stop right here. Number four, Christian Watson. Is it just due to the simple fact that it is Aaron Rodgers? Of course. I mean, 90% of why you like receivers because of their situation. It's the biggest thing. Yeah. I mean, if you didn't have Aaron Rodgers, we probably wouldn't be talking about him as much. I mean, that's the whole reason why people, that's why CH skyrocketed up the board because he went to the Chiefs. That is true. If he didn't go to the Chiefs, he wouldn't have skyrocketed like he did. Yeah, because before he went to the Chiefs, he was considered like the third or fourth best running back in the draft. Right, exactly. And he immediately was the first. Once he went to the Chiefs, because people love that potential. So, you, you know. are correct. We uh, do. Where I leave off, five trail. What did yep. I say for five? Number five is where you're at at this moment. At five, I'm probably going to say Chris Olave. Six, Jameson Williams. I'm going to say seven, James Cook. Eight Sky Moore. Where's Garrett Wilson? I'm putting nine Garrett Wilson. There he is. <laughs> <laughs> and then ten George Pickens. Pickens oh. over Isaiah Spiller over Tyler Algier over. Yes. Um, let's see. You said Drake London. Um, I like oh, Pickens, but I'm just even over Jahan Dotson. Yeah. I mean, okay. Jahan Doss has got Carson Wentz plus feet throwing to him behind Terry McLaurin. Yeah, we got questions. And, and, I mean, George Pickens' really competition is probably going to be Chase Capel, depending on how much. He's how one much of the of top three receivers have. in the league, straight from his own mouth. What are you talking about? Exactly. So, I actually do not like 
Claypool at all. I think he was the most overrated receiver in the league right now. Claypool's the most overrated receiver in the league, really? Yeah. I mean, he had a decent rookie year with Ben, Big Ben throwing to him, but he got a big head after that and has been doo-doo since. Okay. I mean, I would be – I've got a couple that I think are decently overrated. Um, if we want to get into that real quick. Sure, I'm going to say one that's going to surprise everyone, too. I th- actually, no. Claypool's the second most. DK huh. Metcalf is the most overrated wide receiver in the league. Really? Yes. Because of his build and frame and all of that? That and just the expectations that were put on his shoulders, which isn't his fault. That's not his fault. I'm not blaming him for the expectations that were put on his shoulders. But, like, you had two years with that, with a guy that most people would consider a consensus top seven QB in the league. Yeah, and, yeah, I'd put Russell Wilson up there. And... What do you have to show for it? Tyler Lockett's been better than you both years, arguably. Okay. I mean, it's one thing and Russell Wilson did good is he maintained two top 12 receivers. So, he Yes, he did. DK has never finished even top 20 yet. <laughs> and he's also got like the highest drop percentage in the league. Okay. So, I mean, that is a pretty, pretty big claim. Um, uh, my top overrated receivers, which means I get way too much hype for what they are. You guys are going to hate this. Keenan Allen. Ooh. Explain yourself. Yeah, I love Keenan Allen. Everyone loves Keenan Allen. But tell me what he did before this year. Or would you like me are, to are read we talk, off are, are, we, are, we, are we talking about a fantasy standpoint or from just like a pure like – I'm talking fantasy and I mean, and he's only got from 2017, GM. third overall, 12th overall, 6th overall, 14th, 10th. Really? Because my fantasy overall finishes are 24, 51, I'm talking 5, about wide For wide receiver, he's t- 2017, he was the third overall receiver, 12th in 2018, 6th in 2019, 14th in 2020, and 10th last year. Yeah, I mean, DK Metcalf finished 7th and 14th. What do you mean 10th last year as a wide receiver? He finished number one as a wide receiver last year. Keenan Allen? Last year was Cup. Oh, Keenan Allen. I said Cooper Cup. You said, said Keenan Allen. You said, you said Keenan Allen. Oh, I am 100% sorry. Yeah, I was thinking we of Cooper like, Cup. What? That's why we were both no. like, explain yourself now. Yeah, no, 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 no. Cooper Cup. I, You know what I did say, Keenan Allen? I don't know to why. To be fair, he had Jared I do Goff not like Keenan Allen, but that's a different story. I think he's a good receiver. I just don't care for him. Um, but he's, he's fantastic at what he does. But Cooper Cup is what I meant to say. Cooper Cup, besides yeah. last year, he had one other good year. Um, he's only broken a thousand yards twice just yeah. last year when he hit 1900 and then just one other time, 1160 yards, his touchdowns, five, six, 10, three, 16. Now, granted, you can't predict touchdowns, right? Like we all know that that's not yeah, a, that's opportunity. Yeah. Here's his yards per catch. 14.2 or 14.02, 14.15. So you're thinking, Oh shit, he's getting better. And then he immediately goes down to 12.35. Then he goes down to 10.59. He has a little resurgent at 13.4. But you got to mind, 
He also had 191 targets last year. Yeah, he also had Jared Goff thump to another. another the case. other, you know, previously. Correct. Okay. So Cooper Cup. So unless he does it again. For overrated? I went off of like how overhyped he is. Everyone thinks he's the second coming of the greatest receiver ever. Now, yeah, mind I mean, all you. The, all it takes is a good quarterback. I don't think he's going to obviously. Yeah, no one, give Stafford no, no that credit. I was going to say, no one's going to repeat that kind of season. Like, okay, no one's ever it's not hard to be better than Jared but, Goff. But, yeah, right. But don't get me wrong. I don't, I'm not trying to argue that, like, from a fantasy standpoint, yes, Cooper Cup's still a bona fide top 10 receiver. But I know what you're, you're trying to say that overrated as in, like, if you're going to draft, if you wanted a receiver as an NFL GM. I slightly agree, but I don't. I don't think he's, like, top three or five in that regard without Stafford. Whereas, yeah, but it's, but it's, but it's hard because, it because one time, but here's the thing. Name, name your t- here. Let me ask you this. Name your top five receivers from a GM standpoint, not from fantasy. If, if I was a GM. Yes. Okay. Jamar Jefferson, Jamar Jefferson, CD lamb. Or sorry, Justin Jefferson, not Jamar. Justin Jefferson, CD Lamb, Jamar Chase, Devontae Adams, and then number five. I probably grab D AJ Brown. I'd probably go AJ Brown. Okay. And then well, six besides, is DK. With the so he doesn't even make top six. With the exception of AJ Brown, all those guys that you just named have consensus top ten QBs throwing to him and have for their entire careers. Kirk Cousins is top ten? He's finished top 10 just about. And, like, you don't realize it from because we just pay attention to him fantasy-wise. Go look at where he actually finishes. Like, I'm going to go to his passing yards. And like I said, he always he's good for at least 3,500 every year. And then Jamar Chase. I don't know if we're, we're ready to call. I think Burrow's a top 10 talent, but until his knee holds up one more year, I won't fully give it. Right. That's what I was going to say is I don't – I don't know if I'm ready to call him that. Um, I I mean, so Justin Jefferson's got Kirk Cousins, middling to good QB. CeeDee Lamb's got Dak Prescott, which has had a couple good years, but also injuries. Mm-hmm. Jamar Chase, Joe Burrow, Young, could could do it, could. But Kirk Cousins sure was yet. ninth last year in passing yards. Yep, I do see that ninth. I'm actually looking at it, and Dak Prescott ninth was in touchdowns seventh. as well. <laughs> Boy was slinging it, and Joe, uh, Joe Burrow was sixth in passing yards. Um, so I, I guess you're you're kind of right. You're, they're also high passing yardage offenses, but the season before Cousins was sixth in touchdowns. In 2020. But that's then, what a wide receiver is. You're very tied to your QB. So if you don't have a great QB thrown to you, exactly. you're not going to be great. Like Cup's not going to be great with Stafford throwing to him for the next three. At least, years. Yeah, because we've seen so many one-offs. And Stafford has done this with wide receivers before. Remember, he gave a triple crown to Calvin Johnson. Calvin did not win the triple crown that year. I don't think he had the most receptions. Okay, that year. he had nineteen hundred like sixty four yards. Okay, I think, I, you know I what think, I mean, though. So I think I won't. I don't know who had the most receptions that year, but it wasn't him. I don't believe. 
Maybe. We have to do something about Orange. I'm just going to let you all know that. Um, so gotcha. you're, you can only do so much as your QB. The only person who gets in a, you know, a little asterisk next to their name is Debo Samuel for the simple fact that he is also used as a hybrid. And I guess um, even though he's only had one good year, Cordell Patterson, but he also rushed the ball a ton. So like those are the only two that that get that like little you know asterisk next to their name. You know what I mean? Right. I can agree to that. But the rest of it is very much there. I did something QB orange. based. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I can see where you could consider him overrated because until past season he wasn't anyone that we would all consider a top 10 to 12 receiver so i so i see that a little bit yeah but i but come on do you expect him to not be a top 10 receiver this year or next year with stafford throwing on the ball top 10 i i'd say he probably squeaks in at eight nine I do think he's not his production. Like obviously, for one, like regardless of whether or not Allen Robinson signed there, like you're not going to repeat that season. I already knew he's going to take a stat reduction, but and with Allen there again, but like I still think he's a lock for 100 receptions, 1200 yards, and eight touchdowns. 100 receptions, 1200 yards, and eight touchdowns. That's cutting his touchdowns in half. That's chopping 750 yards off and 50 receptions off, pretty much 47. That's taking it like forty, like that's like thirty-five percent of his fucking production from last year, just taking it off the top and still doing that. Which is good, probably good enough for eight to ten. Because mm-hmm. name another I'll, time I'll he hit a hundred. Name one other time in Cooper Cup's career he had a hundred receiving, hundred receptions. Name one time. That's, I like how we said we need to do something about orange, and God dally, we did. Yep, we all <laughs> invaded straight down, which was perfect for us. And wow, Green really just has Japan left. Yeah, Austin's about to take Japan this this turn. Oh, he's got the twelve on there. So, I mean, that is that's just my view. Is name one other time he's done it? Because yeah, Jared Golf may not be good, but he still threw for four thousand yards. So you're telling me he. Didn't grab a hundred catches in a thousand yards in one of those seasons. He grabbed a thousand yards. I just think he's overrated, in my opinion. Everyone just because he had one super amazing year, fantastic. I just don't see it being the same. I really don't. Wow, wow. One of us is about to get fucked up, Travis. I think it's me. <laughs> I mean, there's so many access points. He could literally hit both of us. Like seriously. Um. So that's just my opinion. My number two overrated receiver um, would probably have to be Chris Godwin. Not bad, overrated, just due to the injuries and just due to the inability to stay on the field. And you're sharing a field with Mike Williams. You know what I mean? Like Mike Williams is... Mike Evans? Mike, yeah. And now Julio? Yeah, so you're sharing this field with so many grades. So 
I'm, that's that's all I'm saying is it's. I'm about to even one up you there. I'm about to say the Bucks are gonna suck this year. They're not. They're they're gonna fight for five hundred wow. this year. Really? Their defense, their defensive line and linebacking core is all right, but they lost two of their interior defensive linemen. Their secondary has never really been good, even the, through their Super Bowl run. Um, Brady's older. So Lenny Austin doesn't care just anymore. captured Australia, Asia, Godwin's Europe. hurt. Julio's washed. We don't know what Russell Gage offers, and then they just lost their entire starting offensive line to retirement or injury. You really think that the Bucks are going to be the same? No. I guess you're right. No, I probably wouldn't. I'd also probably, right. probably hit Australia and move your way up. That's just because Asia's worth the fuck ton. I mean, actually, Alaska, he's only just put, you know, one or two more there and take Alaska. What are you talking about? Oh, okay. I'll just run all through. I mean, that's fine. I'll take it back. You got another trade in already? Yeah. God. Damn, I took over. I killed two people. That's right, you did. Um, so those are my two overrated, and then let's go ahead and hop into uh, our next conversation, which is the top ten redraft running backs. Right. Mm -hmm. So, and we took Australia. Congrats, but now you just kind of corner yourself there. You could have gone into Africa. You still can, see? Yeah, but he could have just taken his people down in Africa. Taking one whole continent versus half of a continent and one other and a small one in Australia. Yeah, but he just so. blocked one, I just, two, I just three. Took, I just took away your... all... You don't have any continents now. <laughs> yeah, but I have a bonus. Yeah. I have cards. Shh, so. don't we'll worry about... We'll cross that bridge when we get to it. <laughs> no, we won't, because now I'm about to fucking go and take back my shit. Bring it on. <laughs> Uh, Actually, don't, no, don't, don't bring it on. It's <laughs> not going to be much competition, if, especially depending on my trade-in. So, all right. So now, what are we talking about next? It's going to be the top ten um, running backs. Running backs. All right, I'll read off the list real quick. I'll, I'll read off the list real quick. Okay. At one, we got Johnson. Ben, stop breathing to the mic. Jesus Christ. At one, we got Johnson Taylor. At two, Najee Harris. Three, Derrick Henry. Four, Dalvin Cook. Five, Joe Mixon. Six, Austin Eckler. Seven, Alvin Kamara. Eight, Nick Chubb. Nine, Aaron Jones. Ten, Christian McCaffrey. What was I number agree 10 with again? most of the people in there. Number ten, ten, Christian was... McCaffrey. See, I thought, th- I thought I heard his name just way too low. I was going to say, I, I would put him... I agree with everyone in the top ten, not necessarily a specific order, but I don't think... Kamara or Aaron Jones are going to be top 10 this year. I think Aaron Jones isn't even the best running back on his team right now. You think A.J. Dillon is better than Aaron Jones at this moment? Maybe not a better reception, but the last two years, look who's had a higher yards per carry. Okay. That's fair. Okay. So read off your top 10, Austin or, uh, Travis, since, since you want to be controversial right there. I take Taylor. I the top three. I agree with Taylor Harris, not uh, Harris, and then Derrick Henry. I want to say Dalvin Cook at four still, but I'm going to put Christian McCaffrey there. Cook at five, Mixon six, Eckler seven. I'll keep Chubb at eight. 
I'm gonna put DeAndre Swift at nine okay. and Javante Williams at ten. Really? Where does Alvin Kamara fall then? I'm not sure because we don't even know if he, how many games he's gonna play this year. Well, supposedly he's not gonna be suspended this year. Okay. You're so too busy the, with Watson. <laughs> all right. I agree. I, I honestly agree a lot with your list, Travis. So for me, Bye same, man. you know, um, wow, that was hurtful. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, Jonathan Taylor, Najee Harris, Derek Henry, Christian McCaffrey. Um, I'm actually going to keep – Joe Mixon, and then go Dalvin Cook at six. Number okay seven, Saquon Barkley. Number eight, Nick Chubb. Mm-hmm. Number nine, um, I'm going Ezekiel Elliott. And then number 10, I'd probably go Austin Eckler. Because everyone thinks Zeke is dead. Yet Zeke, ha- I mean, this list has them at 15. Zeke played on a PCL injury and still finished top 12. For fantasy points. Travis Houston got into Africa. He is constantly going to do well. He is constantly going to be amazing. He's tied to them with that contract. They can't cut him yet. So I'm just mm-hmm. telling you right now, people are still sleeping on Zeke. If you're in a league and someone has Zeke and it's a dynasty, just throw a little bit at him and see what comes back. Because a lot of people are just like, oh, he's old. He's going to fall off this and that. Okay, yet the last time the Cowboys had an old running back, DeMarco Murray, they ran him for a long time. I mean, does anyone... It's not even just the last time, historically, under Jerry Jones in general. Mario Barber? Anyone remember that? Marion Barber, yeah. Marion, yeah. I was going to say, historically, he lets running backs run until they're 30. Like, lets a running back be a workhorse until they're 30. Yeah. Jerry Jones does that. The The lone exception was the the trade that sent Herschel Walker away to draft Emmett Smith. And you know what? I think Emmett Smith was worth it. (laughs) Just a little bit. I I think that was the the one time you could be like, yeah, I kind of agree, you know? So That's fair. No, I I hate the disrespect that's going on for Zeke. I think Javante Williams is great, but yes – Melvin Gordon has a slight injury at the moment, and they already came out and said they're both going to be on a pitch count. They both pretty much had similar carries. Mm-hmm. Melvin Gordon had more yards and more touchdowns. Swift, what's the hype behind Swift? Did the Lions like super improve their line and like somehow do something? Because last I heard, their team was coming out and uh, actually doing a split carry backfield with Jamal Williams because they really love him. I don't think they're going to split carry Jamal. I mean, I like Jamal as the guy, the hype guy and the, the heart and soul of that team. He's the one that motivates them and keeps them going. And But Swift is very good. I think he's got really good vision. He's a good runner, and he's a great receiver out of the backfield as well. Well, awesome, and, just one. And, and we all know that... Like don't be wrong. Like I'm, I'm a Lions fan. We, I think the Lions are improved on offense this year. Mm-hmm. I, I'm, I'm not. They're. De- I like what Aiden Hutchinson brings to the defense, but our defense still lacks another true 
pass rusher on the defensive line, and we lack sideline to sideline speed at the and the linebackers position. We need an upgrade at linebacker and one more good defensive lineman before our defense is even pushing into the middle of the pack in the league. And that alone is going to keep the Lions having the pass the ball all game. And Goff's not a great downfield thrower, so who's he going to be looking to? If I, if especially if we start if once teams start figuring out that Amon Ross St. Brown's his favorite target. I, I think Any Swift, hope for Jamison Williams? I, I like Jamison Williams too, but there's a lot of mouth feed on this offense, and I don't think he's the best receiver on the team. I think Amon Ross St. Brown is. And I'm really big on Amon Ross St. Brown. I really like him. But Interesting. I think Swift has what it takes to be a top 10 back. For the next couple of years, I'm not as high up on him as the person, as the owner in our league that has him. She, she thinks that he's top three this year, but I'm like, <laughs> I ain't paying that price. Thinks Amon Ra not, is not, top three. No, DeAndre Swift. Is, De- oh, Swift. Yeah, yeah. Th- see, a lot of people like, oh, Swift number one I don't th- overall, and I'm like, I, I don't think Swift's gonna finish top three. Like the only way Swift finishes top three is if one. The, he just gets way more targets than any of us expected. And two, there's got to be a lot of injuries to the other guys in front of him in the league that we just named off that list. But can he finish eight through 10? Hell yeah, I think he can. Yeah. All right. I mean, there's a chance to argue with that. the workload, but I. that's a lot. That's all I got to say. It's It's a lot to hope for. Oh, there goes it's, it's, it's just it's just hard to predict when there's so few true cow like workhorse cowbell backs in the league now swift still has an opportunity to be a cowbell but or bell cow a little, dyslexia you love it but um <laughs> you know i just i, I think I, I don't know if this is just me being a lions fan saying that but i really feel like swift's actually gonna be pretty good this year because before he started having the little injuries last year and the Lions pretty much just said, screw it the first half of the season, he was he was on pace to finish top 10. <laughs> he was, like, through the first, if we forget, through the first eight weeks of the season, he was RB3, literally. Mm-hmm. Right. And if, so, you know, it, it's possible. I'm not, not expecting it. I'm, saying, I'm not necessarily, like, verbatim set in stone expecting it but i think i think he can do it i had i like it okay so where do you expect him to finish this year then i expect him to finish right at 10th like all right, right so who do you, who do you put a, above him then above swift yep well, start from one go to nine taylor Najee, henry and then I put CMC, then Cook, Mixon, Eckler, Chubb, and then I'd put Javante Williams in front of him. That's Swift. And okay. then, and then right that. after that, and then right after that, I would just Zeke, Kamara, Lenny, like right in a row, and Saquon, all there. Like those are probably round up my fifteen, right. top fifteen, with pretty much. Honestly, eight through fifteen is all a toss-up. Like they could finish either. Or. I expect there to be like less than a thirty-point difference between all those guys in the season. Okay. 
I can get behind that. I just I don't get the that. hype behind Javante Williams. Like, I mean, he's I nice, it, but good lord, he's nice. Know. That's for sure. You are correct. He is a good running back. Like well, Melvin no Gordon, what we think his production is going to be, though. I mean, <sighs> that's what I'm saying. It's well, a fair argument. There was I, I was reading something interesting about Melvin. Let me go look it up real quick. The other day, what was that about? Um, about his career that I actually wasn't aware of. Um, what do you mean? Mm. All right, Ben. What do you, who do you think is going to finish top ten this year? Do you agree with Travis's list, or do you disagree? I I mean I kind of gave my my thoughts on who would finish because I, I don't agree. I don't have um, Javante Williams or DeAndre Swift in my top 10. Um, right. Like I read off before, um, I think you, you have to go Jonathan Taylor, Najee Harris. Um, man. See, I didn't I, – you know what? Now that I'm thinking about it, I didn't even put Derrick Henry in my top 10, did I? I don't think you did. And that's – that's important because Derek, if you know, healthy, Derrick Henry is one of the best out there. I can't find the article, and I'm not gonna like say this verbatim, but there was something about like if if Derek or uh, if Melvin Gordon finished with because he did it last year, he had like nine rushing touchdowns last mm-hmm. year. If he finishes with eight again this year or more, he will join and he will join a list that only includes three other players in the entirety of NFL history to start like their first seven seasons or eight seasons at running back with eight or more rushing touchdowns. Yeah. You oh, know what? Shit. I did. Okay. Sorry. I did actually have Derrick Henry in there. I had Derrick Henry, number three of healthy. Um, number four, Christian McCaffrey, number five, Joe Mixon, number six, Dalvin cook. Um, number seven, Saquon Barkley, number eight, Nick Chubb, number nine, um, Ezekiel Elliott, number 10, Austin Eckler. Okay. So, again, you got uh, Travis gave so much disrespect to Austin Eckler. Name one time. I put Eckler at sixth or Sorry. seventh. Or is, are you saying Zeke? Zeke. I Why am Zeke I like... misnaming everyone and their mother today? Uh, you, put, just... you put Zeke at 10th, didn't you, or 9th? 9th. I got but... Zeke at like 11th or 12th. Okay. Uh, name one time besides his sophomore season where he played a reduced load because he was suspended. Remember that? He only played yeah, 10 games. Name one other time in his fucking life he's been outside of the top 10. Outside of the top 10. One time, please. Because I'm looking at his stuff. Right Number now two, on my list. 13, 5, three, <laughs> you motherfucker. <laughs> That's right. On your list. Number two overall. Number 13. Mind you, he played 10 games, and in 10 games he had 242 yards, 938. Sorry, you 200, say that again? 242 attempts, <laughs> 983 yards, seven touchdowns, 26 catches, 269 with two more touchdowns. You're catches. really making me do another so, turn. Almost a hundred. <laughs> yes. He really is. Almost a hundred yards a game that season, and then he finished number five, number three, number nine, number seven. So tell me, last year was his worst year. Yet, when it comes to attempts, he had 237 attempts. 
but he still had a thousand and two yards, mm-hmm. ten touchdowns, forty-seven catches, and another two touchdowns for the year. Name one time out of all of those that are listed, besides the time he only played ten games, and he almost had a thousand yards. He, he almost averaged hundred yards. A- a game. So tell me one fucking time this guy should ever be outside your top 10 until he proves you otherwise. It's like saying Mike Williams should fall to number 20 just because there's more potential in Devont or Deontay Johnson. No. Mike Evans, not Mike Williams. Dude, I am terrible with fantasy football names apparently today. You need to drink. I, I, apparently, I need to stop drink <laughs> <laughs> name one time mike evans has you know not had a thousand yards like this dude's amazing same thing with brandon cooks like they're getting right. disrespected even though they consistently prove otherwise so no i'm i'm good i'm taking zeke in my top 10 i'd take zeke probably number six if i was up on the board and let's say cmc derrick henry naji and jonathan taylor were all off the board Let's say it's Zeke, Barkley, Chubb, Austin Eckler, um, James Conner, Leonard Fournette, uh, Alvin Kamara are all right there. I'd probably take Zeke all above all of them. Okay. Okay. I can get behind that. Because he he's just so reliant. And he's on the one team that will run him to death due to the contract and due to the mm-hmm. fact that they're okay with workhorses. So Travis, do you want to revise your top 10 and get a fucking sophomore running back who's splitting carries and already said splitting carries with Melvin Gordon and put in someone with some respect? Fine. I'll move Swift up to nine, move Zeke up to 10 and Javante at 11. <laughs> there we go. I'll take it. Austin, what's your top 10? I'm already said it. Yeah, but I want you to make sure you have Zeke in your top ten. Okay, fine. So at one, Jonathan Taylor, two, Najee Harris, three, Derrick Henry, four, Dalvin Cook, five, Joe Mixon, seven, Alvin Kamara. Wait, what did I? You skip six. I mean six, Alvin Alvin Kamara. Jesus Christ, seven, Austin Eckler. You (laughs) keep going. Eight, Christian McCaffrey. Mm, That's low. Nine, James Conner. Really? James Conner? Ten. Ten. Just to spite you, Ben, Aaron Jones. It would be (laughs) Zeke. It's Zeke. It's 110% Zeke. If you have Christian McCaffrey at eight. time to end the episode for today. (laughs) <laughs> All right, thank you. Thanks for tuning into the Sports Lounge. As always, we're drunken buffoons. We had a fantastic time with you. And thank you all. Don't forget to tell your grandma that.